In kindness always is a way of being, growing and evolving. Your words, actions and contribution are your global heart print, your legacy. Welcome to the In Kindness Always podcast. I'm Amanda Mackay, sound healer and kindness advocate. This is where we create conversations, spark ideas and explore your emotional evolution. Influences. Yeah, this is really interesting because a lot of people are influenced by so many external things these days, mm. especially since social media and the internet and everything has come about. Well, there's people who get everything. paid to be influencers. Oh, that's true. They do yeah, too. They do. Yeah. Social media has changed everything. Yeah. So what we're looking at is in this world of instant information, are you actually knowing what you're really feeling or are you just reacting to what Mm. you're being told? And people are forming opinions on news and, Mm. you know, what what they think other people are doing as truth. And... As we know, not all of those things that we read are actually true. Yeah. There might be even a grain of truth, but then there's a big story wrapped around it because it sells Mm. or because it's more interesting, something like that. So this is really about yourself and your values. So what do you actually really feel about things Mm -hmm. rather than taking on opinion of other people? Mm. Like you know some people who don't know what their opinion is until someone tells them Mm. and they're easily swayed Mm. in conversation and that's not where you're actually listening and making an informed, you know, change Mm. but they just go along with whatever the crowd's thinking Mm. rather than this is what I actually really feel about that. Yeah. And that happens so much. Like I don't I don't watch the news or current affairs and haven't done for I don't know how long. A decade and a half or more mm. because I just can't stand it. No, me me neither. I'm like no news is good news. Yeah. Like <laughs> I do find out what's going on in the world because other people watch it. <laughs> but for most part that sort of stuff that it doesn't interest me. Mm. I remember when I consciously decided that that was enough. When I was watching this morning program and this presenter was talking about quite a serious issue, mm. but it was done in such a flippant way yeah. that it actually caused me physical pain. Because mm. it was just like, oh, you can't just dismiss these real things that people are actually living. Mm. It's not just a story. People are living these awful situations. Yeah. And it was so flippant that I just turned it off and I never turned it back on again. Yeah. And that happens every single day. And that's what people are absorbing. They're absorbing all this negativity and all this opinion, Mm. which, and we've talked about this before, where opinion is just, you know, your prejudices, Mm. really. Yeah. It's not often based on anything real. Yeah. Because someone said this somewhere and you don't even know what that who that person was or, mm. you know. The media's got so much to answer for, doesn't it? Like, really? Yeah, and it could be so positive too. It could. And it could be the change we need to see in the world. 
Yeah, I mean there are places that do put out really great content. Mm. They're just not as popular yet. (laughs) (laughs) Because what the human beings sort of keep this these thought loops and behaviours going in in pain mm. and the media just taps into that. Mm. So it keeps perpetuating it. That's why those um, reality shows seem to do so well <laughs> because then people can focus on someone else having a crappy life, <laughs> which is weird. And they're like, oh, I resonate with that. <laughs> yeah. You know, like there's this really fantastic Kath and Kim episode <laughs> for all the Australians listening it's a comedy for those who don't know. Um, and one of the characters was at home doing nothing, watching one of those reality TV shows and the mother says, what's happening? Nothing. <laughs> She's watching people doing nothing. You know, the irony of but isn't people it funny? watching this stuff. Like, like, okay, classic show, right? Days of Our Lives, okay? <laughs> it's been around for, what, 50 years or something like that. I only know because my grandma used to watch it. Um, and you could could have watched it when you were a kid and watch it now and nothing has changed. Oh, really? The same characters are still there. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> Not that I have. I don't even know if it's still running. Maybe it's Bold and the Beautiful. I don't know. One of those. Uh, I don't know. Anyway, yeah, nothing changes. It's, it's like, oh, yep, they're still there. Yeah. <laughs> My mum never watched soapies when I was growing up, so I'm – Happily missed out on all of that stuff. Yeah, no, when grandma used to babysit me, I'd see all that stuff. So. Fair enough. <laughs> but, yeah, like, and so much around, um, yeah, media really does play a big part in, in what we're influenced by um, and it can then resonate into our lives in in who we interact with and what we talk about when we, we're with people. Yeah, and the decisions that people make because they think, oh, that's that's what I should be doing. Mm. Oh, I should be buying a house there or I should be driving that car yeah. or my family should look like that. Where in reality most people don't live that shiny life yeah. at all. Life is nothing like an ad. Yeah. Not at all. So you need to really have a look at what is influencing you. Mm. Why do you have that opinion. Mm. Why do you need that opinion? Yeah. Why do you need to be judging what someone else is doing, mm. how they're living their life, when you don't really know what it is that they're doing? Yeah. They could be doing <clears throat> some amazing stuff, but because they don't dress like you, mm. there's massive judgment. And we we had an interesting conversation off air. <laughs> we always today, do. Yeah. Um, about um, my holiday decision making. Because mm. I, yeah. I had to get your feel on it and, um, yeah, changed my whole decision thought-making process because I had to look at what, what was holding me back. I hadn't gone and booked it. And, yeah, what was and, I being influenced by? And what we actually looked at was what would it take for you to go? Yeah. So you're looking at the other side of it. Yeah. Not like why is it this way? Flip the question. Yeah. What would it take for me to go? Mm. Well, I actually don't like that aspect. Yeah. Well, I would rather do it that way. Mm. Well, then there's your decision. Yeah. It can be quite easy but we get bombarded with so much stuff that we think we're making decisions mm. but, you know, I mean we know the media tap into psyche mm. and that's how they do it. But the, they... Um, 
started cigarette advertising mm. in the women's movement. What? Yeah. So what they did was women were campaigning for equal rights and yeah. to vote. So what this um, – I think it was the nephew of – I can't remember if it was oh, we, one of the famous psychologists. I can't remember which one so I won't quote the name but his nephew – was an advertising person. Yep. So he decided this is how we're going to get more people to smoke. We will give women free cigarettes so when they're marching down the street they're all smoking. Oh. So women think, oh, okay, so my freedom is attached to smoking. Oh. So they just opened up a whole revenue stream of women smoking because women didn't really smoke before that. Mm. And that's how they did it. They tied it in. ...with women's rights and freedom. Oh, man. So all these people then just started smoking. Their sales went through the roof. Wow. I know. (laughs) Incredible, isn't it? Oh, man, there's so many things that are wrong with that. (laughs) I know. So if you start thinking you associate this with that, why do I associate... Mm. ...my freedom and my personal power with that particular thing... Where did that where did that belief come from? Mm. So many things are passed down subconsciously that we don't even know that they're there. Mm. Unbelievable! I know. <laughs> I couldn't believe it either when I watched this program. It's amazing. So, um, money can also influence our oh decisions and our boundaries because and, and that holiday making decision was one of them yeah we could talk for hours about that mm. and it's the perception of money mm. like really it's it's not money that we have issues with it's mm. how we feel about ourselves mm. so i don't deserve money other people have money rich people are mean if you have money you can't be a nice person it's all these prejudices and thought systems and belief systems mm. around this particular way of trading mm. and that's what the the bottom line issues are mm. it's how we feel and what we've been taught about it yeah rather than actual money because money's great it can get you a nice holiday and all <laughs> you know it can buy you a house or a blanket or food or you know like it's actually a really good thing mm but it's how we perceive it and what we put on it in those conditions. Yeah. So, yeah, and money is really just an energy. We say that all the time. Yeah, it is. It, because when you free up those limiting belief systems that you have around it, it mm. flows more to you. Mm. It's like having, you know, an armour. Yeah. And saying, you know, like an actual suit of armour on and then saying I can't feel the rain (laughs) and you're outside and it's raining because it can't get through. Yeah, you're blocking it. That's it. So if you're not got those sort of limiting belief systems, Mm. feel the rain, get the money. Mm, Make it rain. (laughs) (laughs) And I know that a lot of people will probably listen to that and go, it's not that easy, Amanda, you know, but you start working on your belief systems and you know, notice things are changing. Mm. Things do flow to you more. And it might not just be cold hard cash. It might be someone gives you something free or a company says, oh, no, you don't have to pay for that. You can have that. Mm. Or someone might buy you lunch or 
give you stuff. Mm. And in that, the boundary in that is also accepting what what you really want to accept mm. and not just taking things because people give it to you. Mm. You know, if you really don't want something, you can say no. Mm. You don't have to say yes to everything either. Yeah. Um. So, oh, wow. Influence, we can be influenced in so many ways. So family is a big one, isn't it? Oh, yeah, that's where it all starts. <laughs> so, you know, we have ways in which families do things mm. and sometimes that's great and sometimes it can be uh, limiting mm. and it can cause resistance. Yeah. So it's up to you then to review things. Do I really want to be this way? Mm. Do I want to continue to be like that? Yeah. And then you make the change. Mm. And people around you might not necessarily like that, mm. but you've got to make the decision for yourself. Yeah. And, you know, once you can um, break free of that influence from family, um, it it can change you. Yeah. It's not letting your family go. No. It's not, you know, uh, disconnecting completely from them or anything like that. Mm. It's changing Maybe the belief about money. Mm. That could be it could be that thing. Yeah. You know, it doesn't mean that you have to break away. It just means you're choosing good things for you. Mm. That's all. And you're putting your boundaries in place when it comes to um, what you will and won't accept from them. Yeah, and you know, it it can it could be. We don't want to, you know. Have you drop in at six a.m. on a Sunday morning? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Whatever it is, so it's just really um, doing it in a loving way mm. as well, yep. so that it's not. It doesn't have to be confrontation. It doesn't have to be harsh or nasty or anything like that. Mm. It's choosing you. Yeah, and families can be amazing, beautiful, nurturing spaces, and. You could be the one who brings that little bit of change that could be amazing for the family too. Mm. Just, yeah. Just something little, you know. Yeah, I think I'm doing that. You are. <laughs> I know you are. <laughs> now, when we're talking about boundaries, we've not got to just have our own, but we've got to, you know, think about other people's boundaries too, hey? Oh, yeah. So that is... Um, Insisting on helping people when they don't want to be helped is a mm. big one. Mm-hmm. You know, like, and then being offended when someone says no, thank you. <laughs> so ask, mm. do you want some help? Do you need this? And people will sometimes say no because they don't feel like they've earned it or deserve it. Mm. But you can't just force things on people that they don't want either. Mm. Or your opinions. Mm. You know, opinions like if, are everywhere at the moment, aren't they? <laughs> they are. Like it, a big thing at the moment is being vegetarian or vegan. Oh, yeah. And I got bad news for lunch then. <laughs> <laughs> so in my family, we've been vegetarian or vegan or pescatarian <laughs> for a few generations now. So it's quite normal for us. Mm. But when I was younger, I used to get a lot of negative comments mm. about the fact that I didn't eat meat. It's crazy, isn't it? 
yeah, like what's wrong with you? I'd say there's nothing wrong with me. I'm just choosing not to eat that. I don't like the taste or, you know, I from a young age I listened to my body. Like, oh, I don't want to eat that ever again. Mm. And I didn't from, you know, I think it was seven or something like that where mm. I stopped eating different things. And it ebbed and flowed over the years, different uh, types of meat products. But respecting yeah. just what someone's choosing to eat or not eat mm. without making it a big deal. Because mm. I never did. I would just take the veggies and... Or the salads and I never went anywhere and made an announcement or, <laughs> you know, expected people to cater particularly for me. I would just eat the the, mm. the food that I ate. Yeah. And um, other people seemed to have more of an issue with it than mm. I did. So being understanding of just allowing people to be who they are yep. in their choices, you know, if they want to just wear all pink... That's their thing. Go home. You know, or yeah. they've shaved their head. Mm. No, I did that, by the way, and boy, did I get judged. <laughs> I did. I did. And particularly by my mother. Mm. Um, I actually I did it in winter and I wore a beanie to hide it. So, yeah, that was fun. <laughs> yeah, well, I've had a few comments through my life about different things because – you know, being a healer and yeah. all of those things as well. People, you know, get a bit judgy or yeah, make flippant comments about what I do and things like that. And it doesn't really bother me because they're just trying to figure out how they feel about it. I'm very solid with how I feel about things. Um, You know, we've been talking about media, we've been talking about friends, family, all kinds of things that we're influenced by mm. and not all of it is bad. Um, oh, no, not I, at all. Um, I saw something today, um, Pink, the the artist Pink, she's mm-hmm. actually gone out to everyone and said, try going a whole day without criticising something. Yeah. Try going a whole day mm. without criticising someone, something or someone. Yeah. It's a very good exercise mm. in seeing where your prejudices are. Yeah. And, yeah, like why, why are you criticising? Like... <laughs> Mm. You know, it is catching those thoughts all the time, mm. and then understanding that ah, oh, that's not actually me. Mm. That's just something I heard or was influenced by in some way. Yeah, because you know, like we've been criticised so much. Like when we were in primary school, mm. they didn't care about kids' feelings back then, did they? No. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no care and well-being happening then. <laughs> no, not at all. So we sort of got it from all different places. Yeah. And this is it, you know. Um, we, we're we born um, without all of this learned behaviour. Oh, absolutely. And then we just get it piled on. And, uh, you know, a lot of the conversations I've been having lately, um, it's almost like we need a, a reverse evolution. <laughs> You know, we get to a point in our life where we go, you know, the way we used to do it was actually right. <laughs> you know, like when we were kids or um, you know, even the the things that we use every day, like we're going back to the way things were. Yeah. It's Much just more simple. Yeah. And connected. Yeah. But which is nice. you look at that technology age now, how we're being influenced by that. Um, take that away. Imagine what it would be like. It would be like it used to be. <laughs> Hmm. Well, what 
It's interesting that because I say to um, people that I talk to, clients, the mind is really good if we use it properly. Mm. If we let it run away, which is your thought loops and, you know, overthinking and just being stuck in your head all the time, then that's where you stay. You don't actually get connected. Mm. But it's very useful for learning how to drive a car. Yeah. And how to use that technology and mm. how to do these things. So when we're in charge of it, it's beautiful. Yeah. It's like technology. When we're in charge of it, it's amazing because it can create all these things for us. Mm. But if it's running our life, not so flash. Mm. It's the same sort of analogy really. Yeah. And I don't know whether it was in another podcast episode we did or in healing um, that you actually said – uh, the mind is not the master. Exactly. Mm. You are. Yeah. Yeah. So true. Mm. If you allow it to be, then it takes people make mind movies and go to all extraordinary places of what they think other people are thinking. Mm. We have absolutely no idea what other people are thinking or feeling, mm. unless you ask, <laughs> and then they might tell you the truth, <laughs> maybe. <laughs> If they know it. Yeah. If they're clear enough to know it. Yeah. So with your Boundaries e-course, when it comes to influences, what can we uh, achieve there? This is really being solid on who you are mm. what you want. All of, the, all of the modules are pretty much the same. You are going to really know mm. who you are and what you want. This is just different aspects of how you're looking at it. Yeah. You know, did I buy that handbag because I really needed it or because someone else bought one mm. or because it's going to make me look this way? Mm. Because when you buy stuff, it's it's that's not the thing that brings long-lasting happiness or mm. a really content feeling. Yeah. And, well, it can do if you're helping to provide something mm. of you know, benefit and value to somebody else. Yeah. But if you're purchasing things just because it's there, mm. then that's not really good for you. Yeah. And that is influence of um, media or um, peers or things like that or this um, maybe belief system you've inherited from young that you have to be a certain way to be acceptable, mm. which is pretty old-fashioned but still resonates with people these days. Oh, yeah. I know. I see the difference in changes, though, with coming generations. Yeah. I have kids that are young adults, late teens, and the way they see things mm. so completely different, which is lovely. Mm. <laughs> it's so good to hear it because they're like, what is that? <laughs> and I have to explain things at times because yeah. they just don't have those prejudices. Mm. Which is nice. Yeah. And I don't know, they, they tend to that there's a whole new generation coming, I think, and I think the world's in a better place with yeah, them. Yeah, it's exciting because it's yeah. cha- there is change. Yeah. So exciting. And imagine their influences. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Well, they have such different ways of viewing things and yeah. the way that they do stuff. Well, they're in that digital age. They don't know anything but that now. So, you yeah, know. Yeah, <laughs> it was interesting though. My, 
my kids still say, remember when we were young and we didn't have all this technology? Before the internet? Because <laughs> I didn't buy them all the latest, you know, yeah. technology bits and pieces that were around then either. So they used to play a lot. Yeah. So they see kids out now on devices and go, oh, they should stop that. They should be talking <laughs> to each other. And they're not that old, you know. Yeah. That's so good to see. Yeah. Well, I think, you know, when we look at these um, influence boundaries, we're actually being kind to ourselves, aren't we? Yes, we are because we don't want to modify who we are just to fit in with other people. Mm. We need to be ourselves and be accepted. And that's where amazingness comes from is being you. Yep. There's nothing better. (laughs) That's true. Thank you for connecting. To open and explore the gateway to your healing path to kindness, visit inkindnessalways.com.